Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Power Women in Insurance podcast. My name is Teresa Kitchens, and I'm honored to be able to be your host. We are going on four years with this podcast, if you can believe that. And so this is our first recording of 2024. And uh, my camera's a little bit off center, so I apologize. But this is our first recording of 2024. I am honored and excited to still be here podcasting directly on out to you guys. So um, this year, we're going to be doing a lot more deep diving into character, into management, into leadership, and being able to really discuss what does it mean to be and feel successful. And I wanted to start that off with the five B's of of insurance and and of being a leader in your community and being a leader in your agency, okay? And so that's what this episode is all about, the five B's of being able to be outstanding in your field. So this year, we're really going to focus on that in the podcast overall, and we're going to be bringing to you some amazing people in the industry that are really going to be really helping you to think outside the box helping you to take your career and be able to propel it forward because that's what this is all about. Statistically in the industry, 61% of the industry is women, okay? Between 61 to 63, I've seen both, but only 18% rise to leadership. And what I mean by that is corporate and or agency ownership, being someone who who manages other people and being able to be somebody who um, has a voice in their, their, their space to be able to make an impact for other people in that leadership type role. We want to be able to make sure that through this podcast, whoever wants to be able to explore those avenues for their career can see opportunity and the encouragement and the uh, vision to be able to do that. We have had amazing women on this podcast, like women in uh, commercial line sales who have dealt with a lot of really big industry. We have people that have built agencies. We have people that have been on the underwriting side of things, technology, uh, insure tech type stuff. Lots of good opportunities. Make sure you go back over the past couple of years and watch and listen to all of our episodes because we've had so many amazing people that have been able to come through the podcast and you're going to have even more in 2024. So let's get back to the topic. Okay. So we are talking about today the five B's of being successful in the insurance industry. This could be whether or not you are an agency owner, if you are in sales, if you are anywhere. This is going to be to me, the definition of success inside of this industry. So I want to define success because I think success can be defined in different ways based on different people, their personality, who they are, what they're looking for in life. And one thing I always say is you can have everything in life. You just don't always have it at every moment, right? I think we get super confused some days about thinking that having it all means everything at the same moment. Like our kids are in a really amazing place. Our business is super profitable financially. We're still able to travel and do all the things we want to do. And all of our team members are super happy and elated to be able to work with us. Unfortunately, if that type of an anomaly ever actually occurs, kudos to you, take it, bask in it. Because I can say probably in my life, it might be a fleeting concept, maybe twice that I can remember. So there are times in your life when you do achieve that equilibrium in that. And in that moment, just stop and enjoy it because it does not last long. But whenever you're not in one of those two or three moments in life, make sure that you go with these five Bs for being able to be successful, okay? Because success is how you define it. 
For me, success is being able to run a happy, healthy team with happy, healthy clients and with a happy, healthy business, okay? So that is my definition of success. I want to be happy and healthy on my own, uh, just physically, emotionally, personally, okay? I want to be able to be focused on what my team needs, empowering them, helping them to feel like they are the bomb.com. That is my goal. And then I also want the clients to feel like they get what they need. They are the bomb.com as well, right? I think that that's never going to be completely achieved all the time because people are different. People have different goals and they have different temperaments. But I can pick out the right people to be on my team who are going to give us as much of that as possible. And then I can build systems and structures and community around that goal. So for me, success is not reaching a number in my agency. Yes, I have numbers for my agency. Yes, I know the numbers of my agency, but no, that does not define my success. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit more. For me, success is running a happy, healthy business, happy, healthy team, and happy, healthy clients, okay? And happy, healthy me. So those are the four tenets of that. So, but one of the first Bs of being successful in this industry is that the first thing is we need to be persistent, okay? So be persistent, keep at it. This is hard, this is not easy. If you are struggling, if you came out of 2023 kind of feeling war-torn and exhausted, no, you are not alone. I think the biggest thing we have to remember is that there are areas out there where we can get that encouragement. If you get it from your business, if you get it from your team that you work with, the people that are on, you know, in your department, then that is wonderful. I think that's great. If not, stick with it to find your people. And I think sometimes we want a community to naturally bloom around us. And then whenever we either have a falling out with, say, a friend or a teammate or a boss or something, that sometimes then we can get really discouraged on the job itself. And I think that we need to take that persistency separate from the job. We're going to have challenges in our career. We're going to have challenges in the market. We're going to have challenges with our boss. We're going to have challenges with our clients. Okay. We're going to have challenges with team members. But if we can find a place to be able to be ourselves and to be able to get the encouragement and nurturing we need, then that is really important. Some people may get that through a church type experience. That's great. Some people may be in a Facebook group with other people like themselves. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's something that fuels your soul, right? Maybe it's a charity, maybe it's Rotary, maybe it's something like that. If you are in a space that fuels your soul, that's going to help you to be more persistent when things get hard. Then I really think too, we need to make sure we have those industry alliances, either with our carriers, with uh, other people in the industry. Again, Facebook groups are great for this because they're low key. You can kind of pop in and out whenever you want to. Maybe you've asked some questions about how to do things, but they give you knowledge. They give you um emotional sustenance for those times that get really, really hard. And um, that for me has worked out wonderfully. I just want to encourage people out there. There are various uh, Facebook groups out there for different purposes within the insurance industry. Some are women-based, some are role-based, some are, um, uh, you know, if you're a, a commercial versus personal, whatever it might be, there are tons of them out there. Um, there's all sorts of state associations where you can go to events and get to know people, but finding your tribe, if it's between your, your personal, emotional, your, your maybe physical, if it's, you know, a group at CrossFit or something, if that's what you're into, if it's somebody in your industry, if it's somebody even on a Facebook group that you can bond with, 
to encourage you to be persistent. Um, this industry is, just so everybody knows, for the first three to five years, you almost starve, okay? Um, depending on what your role is in this industry, especially for sales. But then after that, that people say you're the most overpaid employee ever because of the fact that the reality is, is that with the residuals and the different pieces of the uh, conversation and in insurance, then we get that security that we don't have to, you know, scrape for every dollar. But you may be in that stage where maybe a, a carrier left the market and you're having to remarket everything over to another carrier or, um, you know, something happened in, you know, your industry to where, you know, like right now, if you have a lot of like investors in like real estate or something like that, the, the game has changed. I mean, it just has. And so I think if we look at where we are and if we really take a time to think about what we can control versus what we need to just let go, I think that if we are persistent in being knowledgeable and present and all of those other pieces, and we're going to get to some of that as well, I think the persistency is what gets us through. And I made that number one because uh, what do they say? It's not over till it's over, right? Until we actually quit, it's not over. We may feel like quitting. We may be broken, battered, and bruised. But until we quit, it's not over. And that doesn't mean it should or shouldn't be over, okay? But don't assume it's over before we actually get to the point where we know for sure if it's over, okay? Most small businesses, if you have gone into business in the last two years, most small businesses don't make it five years. Insurance is a little bit different because a lot of people have had some industry experience and then they come in and they uh, get with a cluster or whatever. But if you are struggling, just be persistent, okay? We're going to talk about some other things, but that is number one. Number two is be present and aware. Um, I think sometimes when things get tough, we stick our head in the sands and in the sand. And I think I don't look, I don't look at all the facts. I don't look at all the things going on around me. And I want to ignore things so that I can quote unquote be happy. And um, being happy doesn't mean being right. And it doesn't mean doing the right thing. For years, when uh, my husband and I first got together, we've been married now for 12 years uh, this, this year. And uh, back 13, 15 years ago when we were dating, I hadn't filed my taxes for like two, three years. And so that was one of the first things. He was like, Teresa, we got to get this taken care of. You've got to get your numbers in the right place. And he would say things like, so, you know, what is your, you know, your close ratio? I was like, I don't know. Because, you know, we get leads, but I don't know. And it was really challenging for me to get my head out of that because I didn't want the stress. I wanted to just enjoy life and my business, but my business was not growing and not flourishing because I wasn't present in the business. I was playing small. I was doing things that at that time I felt like were very appropriate. And I'm not going to say they were inappropriate, um, but I was very focused on being a mom. I was very focused on, I was a single mom at that point and just trying to take care of my kids. And that was a great season for me. But what I did was I set my head in the sand and that was not good for my business. So be present, okay? So we talked about being persistent, but then being present and being aware. So that means knowing your numbers. It means talking to your team members if you have team members. It means maybe looking at what's really going on around you. If you are part of an organization or an agency that struggles with systems and operations, 
If you need to step up to the plate on that and say, hey, I'm willing to help spearhead this for the agency or for the business and say, hey, let's grow together to make this a better business. If that's what you want to do, go for it, right? Talk to your uh, direct supervisor, talk to the, the powers that be, be a part of the change, but be aware of the change that needs to occur first. Be present. Don't be so far in the future that you're so upset about where you're not at. Don't be so far in the past that we're carrying fear and judgment and just being terrified out of our minds because of something maybe that happened with a sale three years ago. That's me. And being present right here, right now, but aware of where you want to go, aware of what's happened in your past, but being present in the moment, exercising self-love in that moment, knowing what your stage of your agency is or your life that, like I said, if that, if you're a single parent right now and this is all you got, then go for it, you know, make it the best you can make it in that moment, but don't go hide your head in the sand. I've done that. It did not benefit me um, at all, at all. And it wasn't until um, my kids were pretty much grown that I came back to my business and I said, okay, now we're ready to grow. And it worked out fine. But I can tell you, I was very poor for a lot of years that I unnecessarily was poor because I kept myself in that position because of the fact that I wanted the flexibility to be there for my kids. So I didn't orchestrate my business in the way that it was set up for growth. So just know where you are, be present, be persistent, and be aware. So there's a little bit out of order there for our first two, but um, be persistent is number one, okay? If you're doing something you don't need to be doing, change it, right? Be aware and be present, okay? Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With MBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with MBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Number three is going to be be open to changes and new ideas. In this industry, I think the thing I hear the most is, hey, I went to my boss and I was talking to my boss about maybe some new technology or something that would be awesome, or maybe we could text, or maybe we could do these different things. And my boss like, nope, this is the way we've always done it. For 38 years, we're gonna stick with it. The reality is it could be that your boss just doesn't want change because it means that they have to change. So therefore they may not want to get the other team members on the boat for change. But like we talked about in being the present and aware, maybe you could be the beacon for change. I know sometimes people who that's not their agency or that's not their ownership, and they say, that's not my job. Hate that. Everything in business is everyone's job, period. Across the board. We have roles in that job. But at the same point, everything is everybody's job. And that is what makes an indispensable team member, if you are out there wondering how to make yourself indispensable, is that you are a cornerstone for the agency, either for stability and structure or for change and, 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 and moving forward, or maybe it's for enveloping a technology, hiring, you know, support for the staff, training, those types of things. Make yourself invaluable to the team, to the agency, 
and therefore be open to change. Think about new ideas, bring new ideas to the table. If they aren't successful, give them time to bloom, okay? Because we bring something up to somebody does not mean it's going to be a one and done. Oh, we're just the best thing ever. I always call it the rom-com life, right? Like I always think that if I'm gonna say something to a friend or to my husband, that all of a sudden the heavens are gonna open up and like that's gonna go, what? Heaven music is just gonna say, oh my goodness, Teresa, you just totally changed my mind for all of eternity in the better because, oh my gosh, what you said was so impactful to my soul. People, that has never happened. It will never happen. I guarantee you, it will never, ever happen. So the reality is we have to sit back and understand our job is not gonna be that way either, okay? I'm not going to bring something up to my boss and they're going to look at me and go, oh my gosh, what a great idea. You are like the best. Oh my gosh. Let me give you all the resources, all the money, all the time and all the effort to be able to make sure this gets implemented correctly. That's never going to happen. That's a rom-com, right? So the reality is, is what we need to be focused on is little baby steps at a time that perpetuate change or perpetuate change, right? down the road. Maybe we get into an idea. Oh, well, if we had automation, then that wouldn't have fallen through the cracks. Oh, well, you know, there is some automation that helps out with this, right? Or, hey, maybe if we created a checklist for this, or hey, maybe if we went paperless, we could find all this in our drive. Hey, maybe if we utilize this one new tool, right, on our management system, right? I think if we were change leaders in the environment that we're in, and if, if it's not about a timeline, like I need this change in the year 2024, it doesn't always work that way. It just doesn't. Sometimes if there's a changing of the guard and maybe the owner leaves the agency, for whatever reason, the new owner is like, oh my goodness, yes, you know, part of our discussions were the fact that you were so valuable because the fact you have so many good ideas, I want you to be able to come on board and help out with that. That may happen. It may not. But it might be that, that then maybe an owner is able to see one little change that could help the agency. And then by setting that example, being able to maybe pilot a program and then being able to share it with other people, train it, take it off of the, 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 the supervisor's desk, whatever, uh, or a sense of responsibilities. But by doing the research, helping out, being proactive, being persistent, you might get one thing through that then whenever that one change is successful, we could turn back to that same person again and say, this was so successful and we need to try something else. But it doesn't mean you try 20 things at once, right? We try maybe one thing at a time, maybe two things at a time. You know, I love to say on this podcast, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? So as we're looking at that elephant, what is your vision versus someone else's? Are you stepping back from the elephant to be able to see the elephant in its entirety? Or are you looking at the tail thinking that it's a rope? Are you looking at a, a leg of an elephant thinking it's a big gray tree stump or something, right? Are you looking at um, you know the trunk thinking that the trunk is a shower, right? But if you don't see the entire elephant, you don't know what's an entire elephant. So we'll step back, look at the project that you're looking at. How would it impact others? How would it impact you? Take baby steps and small little steps to be able to implement that change, but be open and aware to changes that need to be made around you and be that person who advocates for the agency and for your team members to get it all done. 
work as a team with people. You know, maybe say, hey, can we put together a committee to be able to learn all the different pieces of our management system? We have it. You're paying for it. Let's learn all the different pieces. I don't know the statistics around that, but I think that um, I've heard it a couple of times. Most agencies use, I think, less than 30% of what the management system is capable of. So if you wanted to be able to have somebody in your office who just specifically is in charge of learning one new thing and implementing it in the management system every month, that would be a huge year of growth technologically, something that doesn't even increase your bottom line financially, but you're using what you have more efficiently. And maybe if it's a feature that y'all don't need, you agree as a team, we don't need it, but at least we knew what it did. And at least we had an opportunity to be able to implement it. Huge, huge, huge. Be open to change and new ideas. That's number three. Number four, be generous. Be generous of your time, talents, efforts, energies, and your words. If we are cruel, if we are judgmental, and if we are unkind, we statistically, okay, let, and, I, and I'm, again, I don't know statistics on this, but if you think about the 2020 rule, right? 20% of the people are gonna respond really well to whatever it is you do. 20% are gonna be completely repulsed by it, right? And then you have in the middle, 60% that are gonna be kind of here and there, okay? So if we look at it, if you wanna be that iron sharpens iron, if you wanna be that leader or that team person that's like, let's go, that's great, but that's what you're gonna attract. Okay. And be aware of that. So don't, don't think that you can go on out and hire the sweet little team member that is kind and loving and more nurturing in an environment of, let's go, you know, that's great. And that's fine. Just make sure you hire for that, right? That's your culture. And there's a lot of raw, raw, amazing culture out there. That's very, you know, great Cardone, super driven, you know, kind of tough love, iron sharpens iron, all of these things. And I agree with them. I just think the methodology that we go through, we have to understand, attracts our target market. And if that's your target market, the way you talk to people, the way you talk to your team, the way that you do that, great, that's awesome. Just make sure that your target market isn't something completely different, right? So being generous with your words, being generous with your time, volunteering in your community, being able to volunteer with your team, being able to listen to your team, listen to your teammates. All right. If you are not necessarily that person in leadership, take the time to listen to your teammates, help them solve their challenges, help them maybe with time blocking or something else maybe that might help them a little bit better. Maybe with something on the management system that maybe you learned as a skill that they haven't learned yet that the management system can do. I don't know, whatever it is, be generous, be generous of your time, your spirit, your words and your generosity. Okay, uh, that is going to be huge. It's going to get you far. And it is a big factor of success is being generous. Number five kind of goes into being generous, but it's a little bit more than being generous. It's really about it's really about being kind. I'm really, as y'all know, I'm really into Brene Brown. Brene Brown has a great saying, and it is clear as kind. And that is our methodology or our whatever you want to call it, our uh, mantra for 2024 in my agency, clear is kind. We want to be clear with our clients what to expect, how things are going to go with this uh, maybe cancellation or with new business or with moving them from one carrier to the other. We want to be clear as kind to our teammates. What do we need? What do we expect? How can we get it? We want to be clear as kind with our boss, with, with the other people around us. 
We want to make sure that people know what I need from a position. And I want to make sure that I know what they want from a position, right? What do they want from me? What am I willing to give? And what am I going to give? And what am I hearing them say? Really important. What do I hear somebody say? And then also think through whether they need, but don't judge what they need. All right. We are not here to step in and do something for someone to try to say this is what they need. Okay. Oh, I just knew that you needed somebody to come on in and give you extra education on workers' comp. Well, maybe they do. But if I walk in and go, oh, you know what? I've noticed you really need extra education on workers' comp. So here's a class and why don't you go to it? Okay. The way that I just did that would be demeaning and speaking down to that team member. That is not the way to do it. Okay. Being clear is kind is saying, hey, you know what? Everybody in the team is here to be able to level up. We have to have so much education per year, not just for CE, but for the position. With that, I ran across this class. If you want to take it, go for it. I know we've talked a little bit that, you know, workers' comp can be a little challenging. So, you know, it might help. If not, that's fine. Do it. Great. But be clear. Okay. Do it out of kindness and clarity whenever we ask people to kind of level up in those certain ways or that we are giving them tools. If we do it in a judgmental way, then all we're doing is perpetuating judgment. Okay. Also clear is kind with the concept of structure. What do you new what do new team members need? What do you need from a new team member? What do you need as a new team member? What do you need to stay a team member? Okay. Maybe you haven't gotten a raise for three years and you want to be able to get a raise. Well, there's two different aspects of that. Are you on commission? If so, then more than likely your boss is going to tell you go out and sell more, or you can um, orchestrate or um, kind of plan in a different um, contract, right? Maybe with a little bit higher base salary or um, some different benefits that they may be able to provide for you. But clear is kind. I want to stay in this position. I need this to be able to stay. Help me stay, right? Clear is kind. But then if you do have to move on to another position, take into consideration you were clear, you were kind, and you can walk away if you choose to with a clear conscience, right? It's not a, oh, well, they didn't do or I didn't do or we didn't do. It's that we all did what we could, right? And if it's not your space and it's not the space where you need to be, then move on. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you are allowing that team to have a new team member come join them that will be more their culture, right? Dave Ramsey talks about in his um, entrepreneur class, I took it years ago, I forgot what it's called, entrepreneurship or whatever it's called. Anyway, he said, he said, the biggest thing about hiring and firing is that we need to understand, and this is for quitting too, is that if that's not our space, then it might be somebody else's space and we're being kind to setting them free into the world to go find a position and a job that meets their needs, takes care of their family, soothes their soul, and what you have may very well be somebody else's next dream job. And the reality is to keep somebody in a position or, and or to keep ourselves in a position that is not healthy mentally and emotionally for us, or a culture that's not mentally and emotionally good for us, then we are inhibiting ourselves from being able to get what is good for us and or we're keeping somebody else from being able to get maybe what's good for them. So be clear, be kind, uh, clear is kind. Make sure that you do uh, open yourself up to that. And take into consideration that everything works out for us. Everything works out in the end. 2024 is going to be amazing. It's going to be a year of growth. It's going to be hopefully a year we see the industry kind of level off a little bit. 
If it doesn't, then you know what? We'll be fine. People, we're not brain surgeons. We're not out there curing cancer. We're not out there, you know, working with families whose children um, have, have have severe, you know, challenges. You know, we we are insurance agents. We help, we protect, but we do our best. And we can't control Fortune 500 companies. We can be on boards and we can have a voice and we can be advocates for our clients. 1,000 billion percent. But we are not here to be able to, to force our way through and try to be the change. We are here to be the change. That I want to make sure I'm clear on that because as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was like, that's going to be taken wrong. We are here to be the change. We are here to impact the change, to be a beacon for change. But we are not here to strong arm, make enemies, and be forced out of an industry where we cannot be able to be impactful because we did it in the wrong way. So feel the room, clear as kind, be generous, make sure you're open for change, be aware and be present and be persistent. And you will find in 2024 the success that you need and that you want based on what you're looking to be able to achieve. So be aware, know what you want, know what season of life your agency is in, and then exercise the five Bs of success. My name is Teresa Kitchens. Thanks so much for joining us today at the Power Women in Insurance podcast. It is my joy and my pleasure to be able to be your host. Please reach out to me if you have any questions. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on Instagram, anywhere that you want to be able to find me. Please make sure that you uh, reach on out. I'm happy to be able to discuss anything anybody wants to. And we do have another episode every single Wednesday. Um, and we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on all the different messages of where you can go ahead and stream your favorite podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, and have a wonderful week. Hey, agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it, really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.